Hello, what have we here? Welcome to another episode of Lando's Lounge. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a kind of special episode because it's the first time that we're trying out two episodes a week. This is going to be kind of a news episode because there was... News bulletin. A very big uh, news drop on... Monday, so we're recording this Tuesday and hope to have it out Thursday, maybe Wednesday, but probably Thursday. Um, so do you want to be the one who reveals the news? Um, oh, I would love to. Okay, so, um, Disney has just announced that, uh, they are releasing a new animated show that's debuting on Disney+. Plus. It will come out in 2021, and the show is... Star Wars The Bad Batch. It'll be an animated show. And, um, I mean, I'm sure when I said that, a lot of people know instantly what that is, but, um, a lot of people probably don't. So we are going to delve into, like, what The Bad Batch is, what we know about them, and then we're going to, um, just. Have I wrote a, a few discussion yeah, questions. Yeah, right. Have, have a group uh, brainstorm about yeah. some things we might see here. All right, so, yes, this is something that was rumored um, probably like a month ago, maybe. Maybe uh, maybe it was even earlier than that, but I saw there have been a lot of rumors about future animated <laughs> about shows. Things, there, yeah. was, there was a rumor that the sequel to Star Wars Rebels, which is very highly anticipated, was going to be releasing this fall on Disney+. Um, there was also rumors that we were going to get, uh, an animated show about Luke, uh, rebuilding the Jedi Order, um, and there was rumors that we were going to get, uh, the Bad Batch as an animated show. Um, so this isn't a complete surprise, however, it was still very unexpected, uh, for reasons that I'll get into in a minute, but first... I want to kind of explain what the Bad Batch is and who they are. Um, if you watched the final season of The Clone Wars that came out this May, um, well, it was really... Like, the finale came out yeah. in May. Like, the like, beginning of May. December. So it was, it, was all, it was all spring, really. Um, so, the Bad Batch was featured in the first four episodes of Season 7, the final season... And they were a unit of four clone troopers who were created but had, like, genetic, mm-hmm. uh, like, defects, quote-unquote yeah. defects, but they were, like, desirable mutations yeah. is the word they used. So there's, uh, their names are Hunter, who's the leader, who he's kind of like a Rambo figure. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally is... Inspired. Yeah, he, he, the design the of look him is, is inspired very, by Rambo, yeah. and he uses a knife. So, um, his name is Hunter, and his kind of mutation was that. Well, his was kind of confusing. It was like he yeah. could sense. He he has heightened senses. Heightened senses, and they said they said in there, um, like he he could sense electromagnetic frequencies or something. But something he, where he could like. Like, even if a map was slightly inaccurate, he was yeah. completely, like, always right about locations and stuff. 
I don't fully understand, like, what that I don't, is, but... I don't understand how that happens. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't, genetically, I don't... And that's something that isn't just with Hunter, either. Some of yeah. these things are... But, you know, All what right. can you Yeah, do? so there's Hunter... <laughs> Hunter's the leader, and then there's the smart guy. His name is Tech, and... I guess his I guess mutation it, is that he's just like super smart. He got I think he has eyes. big eyes. He has big eyes. Um but he is uh like the smart mm-hmm. tech guy. That's why his name is Tech. Um there's my favorite. Well, no, my favorite is Hunter, but my second favorite is um Crosshair and his um genetic his makes mutation the least sense. is that I guess he, he has, is a good aim, or he has maybe good, he, is like, he has great eyesight. Maybe is, yeah, his, uh, his eyesight is super good, so yeah. that makes him a good I mean, sniper. Aim. Aiming isn't anything genetic. That's yeah. obviously a learned trait. So um, maybe it's something to do good eyesight. What I was thinking, I was actually thinking as we were rewatching these episodes in preparation for um this podcast here. I was thinking, what if his genetic uh deformation if you will was just that he looked differently and then yeah. they're just like you we don't want him and then he was just like i'm a good shot though <laughs> like what if the aiming yeah. had nothing to do with his actual but i don't know yeah they all look and sound slightly different from the rest of the clones too yeah. but um so there's uh hunter the leader tech the smart guy crosshairs the sniper and then i think who was the fan favorite maybe or at least like the funny like the comic mm-hmm. relief one is named wrecker and his genetic like mutation is the one that makes the most sense because he's like really big and really yeah, like strong. you can really tell what happened what he's kind of psychotic now. like he's mm-hmm. he, he literally just destroys droids and like cackles maniacally yeah so that is the bad batch um Ah, oh, but you're forgetting one. <laughs> yes, mild spoilers for the Bad Batch arc and the Clone Wars in general, so you can skip like the it's next minute. It's been a while. Minute. I don't feel bad at this um, point. So they're at the end of the Bad Batch arc, they get a new member to the Bad Batch, and that is Echo, who is a clone trooper who was thought to be dead um, in like season four. Yeah, season but three. But they brought him back, and he is kind of half computer now like he has mm-hmm. an arm that can plug into computers like how r2d2 has his yeah. little arm thing and he i guess can like plug into computers and ships and like search through their networks of information and stuff um so his isn't really a genetic modification it's more of like a he's mm-hmm. kind of like a cyborg basically at this point um but he decides to join the bad batch and now we are getting a show about them. And I'm just going to read a little bit of this article. Um, it's on StarWars.com, so it's not, like, a rumor. Like, this is an official, uh, confirmed here. thing. So it says, uh, it's a Disney Plus original series, and it will premiere in 2021. So it's, <laughs> I think it's highly unlikely that a Rebels yeah. sequel is coming this fall, because what they've announced isn't even coming out until next year. Um, I will just say they don't give a date in 2021, but I would assume we probably won't see this until probably fall or late summer. I don't see this coming out in the spring. Um, 
and I don't see them waiting until winter either. Hmm. I think it'll be somewhere in that middle ground. I'm like my gut instinct is maybe like middle of July, August, or like September, October for the yeah. Start I mean, because you think how long. Um, after they announced Clone Wars Season 7, did that actually come out? I feel like with their animated projects, mm-hmm. they uh, they give us plenty of time to, to hype up. get excited and about then, it. Yeah. Like, we could maybe see, um, like, a trailer or something at a convention next year mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to read a little bit about what the series is. Uh, it says, The series follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army, each possess a singular, exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So, this is taking place in a period that I have always felt was kind of underdeveloped, which is the immediate mm-hmm. aftermath of the Clone Wars. Because we see um, the end of Return, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and like Vader obviously is born but we don't like see much of like the yeah. politics or anything and then like the next thing that we get after that is probably like rebels or some of the books but by that point the empire is like already established so it sounds like this is going to be kind of exploring the era where the empire is like figuring out how to be the empire um and I assume we're going to find out what happens to the clones, since stormtroopers, for the most part, are not clones. They're just, like, volunteers or hired guns. Um, and the clones were kind of phased out of production, and they age twice as fast as normal people, so they all die out mm-hmm. uh, relatively soon after that. So that intrigues me, uh, be- that it's exploring that period. The other thing that intrigues me about the description is that It says they'll take on daring mercenary missions. So, like, are they going to be... Bounty hunters? Are they going to be bounty hunters? Are they going to, like, go out on their own path? Or are they going to be, like, mercenaries for the Empire? Like, if the clones are definitely controlled by Mm -hmm. the Empire at first, I assume, until they're phased out. So, does the Empire just immediately get rid of clones and they just kind of have to find, figure out something to do and they decide that... They're good with guns, so why not become <laughs> why not <shoot> mercenaries <laughs> or bounty hunters or something along that line? Or is the Empire going to use them as kind of like a special ops, like hunt down any mm-hmm. anyone who like is against the Empire at first or whatever? Yeah, the the time period also jumped out to me. Like if um if someone had told me that the next animated show that we would kind of see is the Bad Batch, I would have just assumed that it would have taken place during the Clone Wars, like, before we see them in the events of Season 7, and I imagined it would have been some kind of, like, we're not really with one cohesive kind of story, but just, like, showing us cool missions that they've gone on and whatnot. So I was, I'm kind of surprised because what it sounds like with all this Imperial stuff and it said, it said they have to like find new purpose and stuff. It sounds Mm -hmm. like, um, 
the tone might be a bit darker than than something like Rebels, per se, which is kind of following the precedent set by that um, last season of The Clone Wars, which had a darker tone mm-hmm. overall. So, um, if I just had to guess, also just going with my instinct, I don't think they will work with the Empire or anything, just because, um, like you said, they are... Like, the Wrecker, for example, is just, like, comedic relief, and people have just really come to just like these characters a lot, even though we don't have much with them. So I feel like they we wouldn't want to show them being, like, bad guys, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, uh, because they're just so cool and just inherently likable that mm-hmm. we just want to see them kind of, like, be bounty hunters and do their own thing and just be really cool, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see something like that. I'm kind of seeing this as, like, almost an A-team type of deal, where it's, like, this unit that doesn't really have any specific allegiance or whatever. Um, what's also interesting to me is that it's not, like... Like, Dave Filoni, the creator of Rebels and Clone Wars, is serving as the uh, executive producer, but that's basically it like it doesn't say he's going to be doing any directing or writing so it seems as if maybe because he created these characters for the clone wars and um they must they must have planned this before the bad batch episodes came out Mm -hmm. because that would be it would it seems like really fast turnaround time from the release of bad batch to decide hey, let's give them an entire show. Like, it seems like when they were picking uh, episodes, because we know that they had quite a few storylines made for, or not not completely made, but, like, yeah, they had them for Clone Wars, and then when they decided to bring it back for the final season, they just picked three different arcs to make up that season. They were the Siege of Mandalore, and then the, I forget their name, but the... Trace and Rafa, Rafa, that arc with the Martez sisters, that's what they are. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. And the Bad Batch. So it seems like they chose the Bad Batch, and they were like, hey, let's make this a show, so we need to introduce these characters in the final final season. That's what it seems like to me, but I'm not obviously involved (laughs) in the production of it, so I, I can't say that for certain, but that's just what it seems like. And it seems like since Dave Filoni is working also with, like, The Mandalorian directing live action and things that maybe he's kind of he's like yeah i'll supervise but like he's gonna give other people mm-hmm. like the reins and like it's his his kind of creation but he's not as tied to it as he was to clone wars or rebels yeah and also dave filoni is i imagine he will be a lot more heavily involved with the live action projects moving forward so yeah, I think he's definitely stepping out of animation more and just leaving it to people that he trusts and other, like, mm-hmm. relatively, like, smaller type people that, mm-hmm. you know, because why do what he's already done, you know? He's mm-hmm. probably going to just try to do something bigger and better and move on from there. The one thing I will say about the Bad Batch is, like you said, you they probably had the idea of doing their own show, like as they were putting them into the Clone Wars, which makes me think about... We had... I mentioned this 
little bit earlier. We just watched the entirety of the Bad Batch arc before recording this. Now I'm thinking I probably should have paid closer attention to see if there's anything we could glean from that that might give us a hint to like uh to what this will kind of be about, but I can't really think of anything specific. Yeah, about no, that. the only thing I can think of in that regard is that they kind of said they don't really like work with anyone. Like Rex definitely works with Anakin and Ahsoka, and Cody works with Obi-Wan. That's like their kind of pairing, mm-hmm. you know. And the Bad Batch, it seems like, is just kind of, hey, let's throw these guys somewhere that we don't know what else to do, and they'll figure it out because they're mm-hmm. genius and powerful and crazy. Um, so they don't really have... It seems like they don't have as many ties with the rest of the Republic Army as, like, the 501st Legion with Rex and all them. So it kind of makes sense why they would become mercenaries rather than, like, stick around the army because they don't really have a purpose in the army except to go places where nobody else can do yeah. anything. And that, that brings its own question. The one thing I th- thought about when I first saw the Bad Batch, too, is, like, what's their um, what's their uh, control chip situation? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, Order 66. Yeah. So, I mean, I doubt... I mean, I'm kind of split on this, because on one hand, if it's just, like, only a small handful of people running around without without chips, because it's very possible that um, they don't have chips mm-hmm. because they're, like, genetic deformity or whatever, but at the same time, after seeing what Fives, just one clone, could do, and how he almost um, uncovered the entire Order 66 yeah. plot, I don't think that... Palpatine would like the idea of having this group of rogue mm-hmm. clones running around without control chips. Yeah. So, I mean... Plus, they could probably wipe out, like, four Jedi in, like, yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, like, they're elite. They're, like, they're like the dangerous. elite of the elite. So, I, I'm wondering how they will address that or, like, if they will address that because I don't... I think they would have to. I, yeah, I think that's, that's what, what I'm everyone, thinking. But I don't know, like, how because I feel yeah. like... Well, here's my theory... Because you brought that up, and that made me think about it. Um, Echo has kind of been... Like, his brain has, like, plugs and things in it. Mm -hmm. So maybe, like, his was damaged, and he was able to figure out and stop the other ones. Or, you know, Tech also, if his brain is, like, enlarged or something, maybe it kind of cuts off connection to the chip. Or, you know, like, if one or two of them have, like, damage to their chip so that they don't turn on Order 66, maybe they can Mm -hmm. switch over. Or maybe the point of them finding purpose in life is that they do get Order 66, and then once all the Jedi are gone, and it's now the Empire, and there's no need for clones, like, maybe they just are surviving after Order 66, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe they won't... Maybe that's something that they'll have to address in their future, is, like, we were pawns in a game, and we thought we were the ones who were, like, nobody controlled us, and yet we were mm-hmm. still pawns. I mean, maybe that's it, it, all, it all is going to amount up to how dark this is really going to yeah. be. Because 
another thought I had, but I kind of pushed it away because it seemed unlikely, is, like, if this series opened up with, um, assuming that, um, they don't have control chips or whatever and aren't involved in Order 66, if this show opened up with other clones hunting them down... Yeah. And, like, trying... Because, like I said earlier, it's, like, a loose end. Well, yeah, because Order 66, in the in the finale episodes, they were, like, any... Jedi needs to be executed, and any clone that refuses mm-hmm. the order is also to be executed. Which I thought the whole point was that clones couldn't refuse the order, but... Yeah, but I guess that was just in there mm-hmm. for, like, safe, like... I don't know, just like a yeah. ba- like a fail-safe, kind of. Um. So, yeah, that's a little bit... We've already kind of dis- started a discussion, but I will ask this discussion question that I thought of when I um, heard it was announced Um, and I'll get your thoughts and then I'll give my thoughts do you think Bad Batch will be a serial kind of story like Rebels where every episode is kind of building on the previous one or do you think it'll be more of an anthology like the Clone Wars where every like three to four episodes is like a separate mission and each mission isn't really connected but there's like a show wide arc but it's not like every arc builds mm-hmm. off of the next one, but over the course of the entire show, you'll see the progression of the story, but not... Like, a season won't have a specific yeah. story or something. Well, I think there's a possibility that it could be a more anthology-based, like Clone Wars, but I think it's far more likely that it'll be more of a, like a, a continuous series. Because, I mean, Clone Wars, they brought back Clone Wars for Season 7 um, as, like, kind of a thank you to the fans and kind of just tie up any loose ends in the story-wise. But they made it very clear that they aren't doing any more, like, Clone Wars was done. Mm-hmm. They had a limited season, and that was it. So I feel like um, if they did do it more anthology-based with all the clone stuff, I don't really know how this show would be terribly different from the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to try to break um, new ground with kind of what we know about the Clone Wars era and hopefully do something mm-hmm. more like a serial story. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in the middle because I I would like a serial story, but the way that they describe it as them taking on, like, mercenary missions makes me think that it it, it might be, like, somewhere in the middle where, like, there's, like, arcs of specific mm-hmm. missions, but then over the course of, like, a season, like, all their missions will, like, be connected to, like, some larger story or something along those lines. I I just think that just the entire premise of the show of, like, a squad of elite troopers going on mercenary missions sounds like something that would... That, like, you would want mm-hmm. each mission or whatever. It, it, it seems kind of like, almost like a comic book, where, like, each issue of the book is, like, a different story, but if you put all four of the issues together, it makes up, like, a larger story. Um, so I, I think it'll be somewhere in the middle of that. Like, it won't be, like... Each episode yeah, is its well, own individual episode that builds off of the previous one. I think it'll be more arcs, but I think there also will be more connectivity. 
Yeah, another thought I had was possibly um, we could get, like, if they did, like you said, kind of a mixture of arcs, but with, like, an underlying story. If that underlying story could be, like, Echo trying to find Rex or something, like, after Mm -hmm. the events of Order 66, like, um, because it would be common knowledge to people who know what happened to the 501st and... Yeah, the, I forget the number of the like the second half of the five hundred first. That you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, like because I mean I assume it'd be common knowledge once things got around that Rex would still be alive because he wasn't apprehended, he wasn't killed or anything. Yeah, and he shows up in Rebels. So yeah, so if Echo, like, because I feel like Echo and Rex was, I thought it was odd in the Clone Wars arc that they just randomly brought up Echo again, and Rex was like, I have this great connection with him, and then we only see a little bit of them being together, and then it's gone again. Yeah, and then Rex is like, you can leave me if you want. So I think if there is a reason that they put the Bad Batch in Clone Wars to set up something, it would be something like Echo and Rex's relationship, which then drives, Mm -hmm. like, their decision to, um find him or something whatever yeah. they might do that is, yeah it's just a thought i don't know yeah well that leads me into the next question that i have is will we see any other returning characters besides the bad batch and if so to what capacity so like here's my thing i think the finale of the clone wars was so like well received and so popular uh especially like the finale with ahsoka and rex that i think people are going to be like hoping to see what they do after that. So do you think Bad Batch will somehow involve Rex and Ahsoka? Um, And if so, how involved do you think they would be, and how involved do you want them to be? Um, I can't really see Ahsoka being in it, even though it seems like she's popping up everywhere these Mm -hmm. days. (laughs) She's kind of like... I saw this one comparison. This is a little bit of a sidebar, but Ahsoka, like, kind of after the events of Clone Wars, is like... Gandalf throughout the Lord of the Rings movies, how he'll, like, go off and do his own thing, but then Mm -hmm. he'll pop in sometimes and, like, do some cool stuff and then dips again. Um, But, yeah, I can't imagine Ahsoka would be in this series just because there's really no connection we're given in the Clone Wars between the Bad Batch and Ahsoka, so it wouldn't feel earned. Mm -hmm. I feel like at that point it'd just feel like they're pandering to Ahsoka fans and stands and whatnot, but I like I said, I think it's I think it's possible or even probable that Rex would make an appearance. Maybe not in the full capacity that I previously stated, but maybe in just a maybe not even like in character, maybe it's like flashback or maybe Echo telling old mm. war stories or something of the sort. Well yeah, um I'm with you on Rex. I think the entire lead cast is voiced by the same person yeah <laughs> because they're all clones so it would be literally the easiest thing ever to include rex or literally any other clone That's cody true. any clone that survived order 66 that was wolf that wasn't killed i think could very easily and very like surprisingly be introduced like it wouldn't be a thing where, like, oh, I heard so-and-so was in the voice uh, recording, so he's going to be in the show. <laughs> like, if it's all the yeah. same guy, 
playing all of these clones, any clone could make an appearance and they could make it as secret as they wanted. Now that's true, and that actually, I had a little brainwave there. We don't know how Gregor gets from where we left him in Clone Wars to where we find him in Rebels. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. That would actually be a really cool, because Gregor anyways is kind of like, um, like we said, the four original Bad Batch members are like um, people with genetic mutations, but Echo doesn't necessarily fit that bill, but then it grows to more of an idea of like, um, like misfits and people who are different, like the Bad Batch is kind of what that stands for. And Gregor is certainly different. <laughs> if you well, see yeah, him in, in Rebels, Rebels, yeah. Yeah, but he also like had the whole the memory wipe mm-hmm. thing and so I feel like he could possibly fit the bill of a of a character kind of joining this this group, this cast of people. And it would also fill in some blanks there because at the end of where we see Gregor in the Clone Wars, he's presumed dead. Mm-hmm. Not like we just assume he was dead. Yeah, you see a big explosion and then he's Yeah, and then <laughs> we see him in Rebels seemingly unscathed and well maybe not quite unscathed, <laughs> but physically unscathed. No. But um He's a little loopy. Yeah, but um we never know it never offers any explanation yeah. as to how he's there or even how he knows Wolf yeah. and Rex. And that's something that I was hoping we would get in the finale of Clone Wars. But if they had this show in mind, I could see them telling that story. Um, I hope Ahsoka isn't in the show because there's already a book that's about Ahsoka during um, that period of after Order 66, Mm -hmm. um, which probably not as many people are familiar with, but hopefully, like, they can't, I don't think, rehash those events in this show. And I don't think it would fit, because I think this is going to be a more clone-based show. Um, but they could easily... And I don't see them not involving Rex, honestly, because I think that's what people want to see. Like, yeah. they want to see how Rex got... Like, how... Like, the last time we saw Rex, he was without any of his brothers, and him and Ahsoka go separate ways. So he's alone, and... At the next time that we see him at this point is somehow he has Wolf and Gregor and they're living in an old tank mm-hmm. on this planet. And so pe- I, and I'm sure many other fans are asking, well, how? I want to hear that story. Yeah. Um, especially the Gregor thing, because Gregor it's was just so right, weird and Greg, with no yeah. explanation. So Gregor was a Republic commando, which is like if ARC troopers are like, well, I forget, I forget how the distinction is, but like mm-hmm. there's regular clones and like captains and all that, but the ARC troopers are like special forces, almost like Navy SEALs, I think, and they're like, um, like. They were originally trained by Jango Fett himself, and they're like, uh, Fives and Echo become ARC troopers. Mm -hmm. And then there's the Republic Commandos, which there's a whole video game and, like, some books that are in the Legends line about them, and I don't remember, because they're also, like, they're like another branch of Special Force 
clones. And Gregor is one of them. And I think it was said in his episode that, like, his entire squad died or something. Or they thought he died, but he really just crashed and lost his memory. So Gregor being a Republic commando, I think he could keep up with the Bad Batch. Because the Bad Batch isn't, like, a Navy SEAL squad where there's, like, multiple different ones. There's only one Bad Mm -hmm. Batch, so it's, like, the elite of the elite. It's, like, a side thing. But I could see him being able to keep up with them in terms of, like, their fighting ability because he's, he's like, a Green Beret or whatever of the the clone army. Um, And also, I mean, the way he... We saw him supposedly die in Clone Wars. Man, was w- man went out in flames oh, of glory, yeah. that's for sure. Oh, yeah. That was one of... I think he was... He's one of my favorite clones, I think, because he's a Republic Commando, and I really love them, and I really wish we had gotten more of them in the Clone Wars. Like, they popped up in Season 5, I think, in, like, one or two shots, because... Yeah, I remember They that, just wanted actually. to include them. It, it and then they introduced Gregor in Season 6, and I was like, oh, he's so cool. And he's even... Like, his armor paint mm-hmm. is yellow, which is my favorite color. Oh, yeah. And he's a Republic Commando. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's the perfect clone. And then he, quote-unquote, died. And I was like, ah, dang it. And then I watched Rebels, and he was back. And I, I don't think I got that gregor was gregor because i was just like oh gregor's dead who's this other clone and then i was like who's wait this a other clone named gregor i was like wait no, a but... minute um but yeah i think i well here's what i think i think <laughs> what i think is this <laughs> they they won't include rex straight out the gate maybe they will but i don't think they will i think they're gonna give maybe the first season or maybe like almost the complete first season to just the Bad Batch and then have Rex... Them, they, like, stumble upon Rex or something in, like, the last episode or whatever of the season or something. Or maybe they're not going to include Rex, but if the show doesn't do as well as they're hoping it will, then they'll include Rex in, like, season two or something. I think either way... Rex is, like, such a popular character mm-hmm. that it would be foolish for them to not include him. Yeah, that was... And tell that story of him finding yeah. those other That's two That's what points. I was thinking is, I think we'll see Rex, or maybe not see him, but I think he'll be part of the story, kind of, maybe, like... That's why I thought that perhaps the, the underlying story of the show could be Echo trying to get back to Rex, is because they need something to anchor Clone Wars fans mm-hmm. and, like, invest them in this show, because... Just going on the merits of the Bad Batch alone, like, they're awesome, but, I'm like, their main demographic is probably the Clone Wars fans, mm-hmm. and with the Bad Batch only being in four episodes, I don't know if there's enough pull necessarily to take more casual fans who have yeah. better things to do than watch television yeah, uh, and to bring them over to watch this show and yeah. get invested in it. So That's my other concern is that the Bad Batch I don't think is as popular as they were hoping they would be because it seems like they were saying, oh yeah, we can make a whole show about the Bad Batch because we already know that people love clones and these clones are kind of like mm-hmm. a wacky like side group of weird yeah. clones so people are going to love them. And they're going to eat this show up. But I I haven't seen a lot of... Like, most of the excitement around this announcement is that there's going to be another animated show. Rather than it being 
the Bad Batch being what's exciting about it. There, I think more people are mm-hmm. excited for another show, but not. they're not saying, oh, yes, Bad Batch. They're saying, oh, yes, another Star Wars show, and it's the Bad Batch. So I think also they're going to have to do work to like get us to care about these clones as much as we do with Cody and Rex and like Fives and Echo earlier in the show as well. So um, I do think it's going to be successful, especially being on Disney Plus rather than having Mm -hmm. to like get uh, like a TV audience. Like Like if it's on streaming, I think it'll be, it'll be successful. Like I don't think they're going to lose money on it, but I think they might, see like less viewership than the clone wars and then i think that's why they might have to like introduce something that we are already familiar with in season two which is why i think maybe they wouldn't be afraid to bring back ahsoka because it's animation so ahsoka should be there but i hope they don't because i don't think her story i just don't think it really fits there either no i think save ahsoka for the rebels sequel or the Mandalorian, if she's going to be in that. Um, but I don't think she's necessary for this show. Um, the other thing that that brings up, though, is that... I saw this a little bit on the internet, was that this show is completely led by, like, a five-male cast. So people mm-hmm. are like, is there going to be a female character? And I'm... Like, how and why and who would this... Yeah. Like, I, I don't... Th- like, if I don't think Star Wars is the kind of property that wouldn't include a female character because they want to hit every audience. And I also think that, like, female characters are, like, good characters. Like, Hera and Sabine from Rebels are, like, two mm-hmm. of the standout characters. And then, obviously, like, Rey and Jyn Erso lately. So I think, like... There has to be a female character, right? But I don't know who. I mean, there has to be other characters there has to be, in yeah. general. Like, there has I to don't be other know. characters. I really don't know. Like we said, we we can only speculate, really. Yeah. If, there, if it's some kind of bounty hunter situation, I could imagine maybe like the person they get their bounties from, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, the role that Grief Karga serves in Mandalorian, maybe... Yeah. That'll be an opportunity to introduce an original character. Yeah, I would love original characters. Or, like, it it would be really cool if this became kind of about... Like, if they got caught up in, like, uh, Darth Maul's, like, um, syndicate or whatever. Or, like, if they got caught up with the crime syndicates, like the mm-hmm. Pikes and things yeah. that were kind of introduced... Or, not introduced, but, like, they explored them in the... Uh, arc with the Martez sisters. Maybe that's the direction they'll go. Maybe I would love it if there was like the lead villain was a female. Um, because I think that would be a really interesting dynamic is to have like this group of five like men going up against this powerful woman. I think that'd mm-hmm. be an interesting dynamic that we haven't seen yet in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like an Inquisitor or something. I don't know. Um, that's just something that I saw buzzing around the internet was that this is this cast is literally five of what is pretty much 
the same person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, like, the main cast is the voiced by one person. Like, all five of He's the main characters. He's gonna have characters. to show some range, yeah. So, that'll be an impressive acting feat, voice acting... And also, he's going to, like, get the bag. <laughs> Starring D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, D. Yeah. Bradley Baker, and D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> and the villain might also Rex be D. Bradley Baker. D. Bradley exactly. Baker, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think Ahsoka will show up. I hope she doesn't. I do think Rex will show up. What do you think about possibly Vader showing up? Um, I don't, I think outside of maybe like a possible cameo or something, the, th- the thought I have is maybe, uh, one of their missions is like for an Imperial or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's just a really like weird moment where they think they're about to get caught by Vader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just like, and that would be interesting. <laughs> and that would be interesting since they worked with Anakin in the Bad Batch arc. Yeah. But then to work with Vader, I think that would be interesting. However, what I want most out of Star Wars now is to explore things that we don't already know. Because, like, we have so much Vader already. Like, the first six movies are all about Vader. And, like, he shows up in Rogue One, which was really cool, but he wasn't necessary for that movie. And then... I don't even think he was really a character. He was just a... Force of, a nature force of nature. And, and <laughs> he was act just of an obstruction. Yeah. Um, and like he showed up in Rebels, and uh, like they used him sparingly in Rebels, and for they use Vader mostly in Rebels to further Ahsoka rather than to like make Vader a character or anything. Mm-hmm. So I would like them to stay away from Vader because I think we have enough of him, and I'd rather see a new villain to mm-hmm. explore or but i i, I kind of would like if they get hired by imperials and it's anakin and they're like something's familiar about this guy's like style like how he carries himself and then maybe realize it's anakin or maybe not but the audience would realize that connection i think that might be interesting mm-hmm. but i don't want i don't want them to become like vader's personal assassin squad or anything like that yeah um, here's another thought I've had. Um, we're moving into this new era of, like, we're going to have so many original Star Wars shows. And what the Mandalorian showed us is that they are being very mindful and intentional of weaving this show in particular, but I imagine other shows, into existing and creating new canon. Like, what they did with the Mandalorian mythology, kind of, in the Mandalorian. And also, how, um... After Rise of Skywalker came out, for example, Rey shows that she has these force healing powers, and then when Mandalorian comes out, we see Baby Yoda with this. Well, too. no, it was reversed. it was the other way around. Sorry. So yeah, so being intentional about these kind of things, I'm wondering if Bad Batch, them finding their place, and it sounds like them being mercenaries. What if this show ended or was about them forming the Bounty Hunters Guild? that we see in Mandalorian that all these people are a part of. Mm. I think that could be something cool. And, like, um, yeah, like, after what we've seen Mandalorian set up 
and then see payoff in mm-hmm. other parts of the canon outside of the Mandalorian. Maybe there are other things in other places that could influence the Bad Bat show in in ways we don't know yet. Yeah, it's kind of cool that, you know, the Clone Wars, we get a lot of Jedi-Sith um, storytelling. And then in Rebels, we get a lot of Rebellion-Imperial things. So that I always view Star Wars as having, like, three different worlds within the world. There's, like, the Jedi-Sith, the Force world. And then there's, like, the political-military world. And the Clone Wars kind of blends those two together. And Rebels mm-hmm. even kind of blends those two together. And, like, these three worlds are always kind of interacting with each other. But you can tell, like, a specifically political military story, like, um, it seems like Star Wars Squadrons will be, where it's Mm kind of like a military pilot video game. Or you can go, like, fully Jedi, like, um, or Jedi Sith, like the Dooku Jedi Lost, which you're reading, Mm -hmm. which is completely all in that Force world. But then there's also, like, the crime world and, like, the smugglers and the bounty hunters and the pirates and the syndicates, like, the Han Solo kind of world that we get. Like, Luke is kind of a representative of the Force world, Leia is kind of the military world, and Han is, like, that criminal world. Like, those three worlds, I think, are always uh, together. And I think Clone Wars gave us a lot of that Force world. Rebels gave us a lot of that political military world. And I think this Bad Bat show could give us, like, a show that's in that crime world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see them cross paths with Cad Bane. Um, I think it might be cool, because there was a Clone Wars arc that was all about bounty hunters. And I think it had Boba Fett fighting against Cad Bane. Or, like, they team up, but then, like, double-cross yeah. each other. And it was it sounded like a really cool arc. And I know a lot of people were upset that it didn't make the final cut. So maybe they could take that idea and, like, repurpose it to happen within this Bad Batch show. And I would love to see the Bad Batch cross paths with, like, young Boba Fett, who last we saw him didn't have his Mandalorian armor, but now maybe he's starting to become that Boba Fett that we know. Mm -hmm. And they could cross paths with, like, Cad Bane and maybe Tobias Beckett, Han Solo's mentor, and... Maybe we could get the story of how Tobias Beckett kills Aura Singh, which is just kind of a throwaway yeah. line in Solo. <laughs> like, I would, I think it'd be cool if they could cross paths with those bounty hunters and other criminals that we know but don't get a lot of attention because that I think that crime world is the least explored in Star Wars. Like, I would love to see, like, Dengar and IG-88 and yeah. Bosk. Like, the bounty hunters, I think, are some of the fan favorite characters. So if the Bad Batch is going to be a show about this mercenary squad, I think it would be really cool and really easy to introduce those fan-favorite bounty hunter criminal characters in a way that doesn't seem, like, forced. Because I think a lot of times when they introduced Boba Fett back in the Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, oh, okay, more Boba Fett. I would rather him kind of, like, he's not fully formed yet. He just seems like a a kid still who's trying to be his dad kind of and like Bosk shows up with like no explanation which I'm not complaining about them because I love them all but it would be really easy to introduce them in like meaningful ways and like give them real stories if this is set in that like in their turf kind of um 
But yeah, since we are getting close to an hour and Anchor will cut us off, um, I'm going to do final thoughts. So I'm just going to say, how excited are you for Bad Batch? So on a scale from 0 to 10, with 5 being completely neutral, no feelings of negativity, no positivity either, you're just kind of meh about it all. Zero being, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. I don't Ooh, want it. Yeah. And 10 being, it's the best thing you've ever heard, and you're super excited, and you can't wait for it. Where would you rate Where your would excitement? I fall, huh? um, I'd say I'm holding at a, a solid six. You know, there are some things that I I want to be a 10. You know, there are a lot of thoughts I had where, oh, if they do this, It'd be really awesome, and not to sound edgy or anything, but I've always loved shows that have, like, a darker, more serious tone, because um, in a place like Star Wars, there is room for things like that, and things with a more light, fun tone as well. Like Resistance. Yeah, it's such a wide universe, so I'd love to see something more serious, but I really don't know where this will fall, like, it being animation, and it being on Disney Plus, so it's probably going to target a lot of kids. I don't know if it'll be a lot of what I'm thinking it might be, or and I don't know if it'll include a lot of the possible ideas that I think um, would do the show good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, either way, I'm going to watch it, and I'm pretty confident I'm going to enjoy it, so I'm holding at a steady six until I find out more about it. Yeah, I... I'm about there as well. I'll say six and a half just because... Because you have to one-up me, huh? <laughs> no, just because I'm excited to get any news on any Star Wars anything. <laughs> because they have not really given us any news about, like, movies or TV. Except to say, like, oh, so-and-so is directing a movie and so-and-so is getting a trilogy. But not giving us dates or ideas about what it could yeah. be about so this has me excited simply because it's meteor news than just saying like <laughs> by the way we're getting a new animated show meteor news. yeah <laughs> there's a meteor in the atmosphere and anyway i thought of anyways um do with that what you will the bad batch was not my favorite part of the clone wars um I kind of found, like, Wrecker in specific to be a little too much and a little annoying at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found, like, Crosshairs and Hunter I thought were cool, but I didn't think there was enough charisma from the four of them to make me want more of them. Um, I mean... I'll, it'll probably, I'll probably get more excited the closer we get and when we get a trailer. Um, I think there's a lot of potential, as we've discussed, and kind of things that I hadn't considered the show could become, like how we talked about the Bounty Hunters and how we talked about, um, like, the the Rex... Uh, meeting his yeah. meeting his other friends um those places that it could go are exciting but i again we don't have any information on where it will go 
So I'm going to be optimistic about it, but I think six and a half. I'm more excited that there's news than that it's this news. Yeah. Um, Something to... I think I would probably have rather had a show about ARC Troopers or Republic Commandos rather than The Bad Batch, but I get why they would want The Bad Batch mm-hmm. since they seem like they're, they have more character and we've already been introduced to them before. I think I would be a lot more excited if it was called, like, Rex and The Bad Batch and it was... Out the gate, they were saying yeah. this is going to be about Rex and the Bad Batch. I'm sure. That, finding I'm way. sure. Like once we'll get a trailer and then an announcement about Rex or something, just to stir up excitement from that Clone Wars audience to uh, just kind of cover their bases and make sure people will want to watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not upset that it's Bad Batch, though. Of the three rumors that i said at the beginning of the episode this was the one that i was least interested in i was probably most interested in the idea of there being a show about luke skywalker creating Mm -hmm. the jedi order um and then the rebel sequel which i'm sure i'm positive we're gonna get the rebel sequel sometime um but i don't know when and i think the Bad Batch... And let's pray it's animated, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if it's live action, I'm not sure. But um, I think The Bad Batch, I'll be optimistic and I'll watch it and we'll probably do episode reviews of it. Yeah. But um, I don't... I don't know. It's not like it's the best news I've ever heard. I feel like I've just reiterated my opinion yeah. like five <laughs> times at this point. It's... It's lukewarm, you know? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's more positive to. than neutral, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything against it, but... Yeah, well, know. it's just a waiting game. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, so we are looking forward to more news about the Bad Batch, and... Hopefully you are too at this point, and if you haven't, watch the first four episodes of season seven, and this episode will make a lot more sense to you. And, I mean, hopefully, if all goes to plan, you will be listening to this on Thursday, and we will should have another episode out on Sunday. If you like this kind of um, twice-a-week format, if that works for you, if you uh, like that, let us know. Because that's something... DM us on Instagram yeah, or Facebook or something. We've been talking about doing twice a week um, just just to build more consistency and yeah. be able to talk about more topical subjects without having to wait so long. Yeah. So this is kind of our, our trial run episode on that. So Yeah, I'm thinking we're doing the Star Wars rewatch series and those episodes will probably release on Sundays... Um, until that series is over and then maybe we'll start another series um or maybe we'll switch up the format but hopefully we can do Sundays as the series day the rewatch day at this point and then Thursday can be kind of our um review slash like news episode yeah. where we kind of break down the week's news or Just new something, releases something or more casual more something yeah something that's like a discussion rather than kind of a 
a series with a set topic. So, um, be looking forward to that. And we're still very small and very new, um, as a podcast. So things are probably going to be in flux, um, at the start of this yeah, thing. Yeah, we so, just shuffle around, see what works um, for us, see but what yeah, works we for will, you. But yeah, we will try to keep you guys in the know when we're going to start a new series or start a new um, thing, like a new release date. So, um, yeah, thanks for watching. Um, be sure to review us if you are on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Uh, that'll help other people looking for Star Wars podcasts to find us. Um, share it with people that you know who might like Star Wars podcasts or Star Wars in general. Um, and, you know, feel free to comment on any of our posts or DM us any questions or opinions that you'd like us to discuss, um, ideas for future discussion topics or episodes. Um, and we will try to give you guys what you want to hear us say. So... (laughs) Uh, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging with us in this Cloud City Lounge. (laughs) Still don't have a set outro, but (laughs) we're gonna workshop more. So, uh, thanks for watching. The intro music to this podcast is Star Wars Cantina Band Lo-Fi Remix. Lando's Lounge does not own any copyright or trademark for Star Wars, This podcast is for entertainment only. We do not own any sounds, character names, locations, any of the movies, books, or other related material.